as entrepreneurs, we want to make a difference. And one of the best ways we can do it is have our clients, our customers perceive us as the expert. Well, I got a remarkable entrepreneur with me today that's going to share with you how literally overnight you can be the expert. He is a two-time international best-selling author himself. He's a founder of a company that can help you do this best-selling publishing. And he has, and this is a part where I love him, he successfully helped market. He's taken 200 authors to bestseller status and he's worked with 300 different industries. So if you've ever wondered how you can be an expert, you need to stay tuned because we're going to lay it out step by step. You don't want to miss this. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold. Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Rob, I am so excited that you have the time to join me today. I know we had a little trouble getting together. And when I met you at Mastermind Talks and had the chance to spend some time uh, there, uh, you know, it just, I was blown away with all the stuff that you do. And so, first of all, thank you for joining us. Thanks, John. Great to be with you, man. Uh, had a lot of fun at Mastermind Talks. We, uh, we enjoyed some. Uh, we enjoyed some good conversation and good friends there. That was a lot of fun. It was, and a lot of brainstorming. And one of the things totally. that I love about AES Nation, Rob, is that, you know, you and I get to, this is a conversation I would have had if I didn't have a podcast, but I get to share it with 10,000 friends because what you do is just so powerful. And, you know, I'm, I'm coming out with a book, and this is what I want your help in doing this. And I've done 17 books, but this one I want to have a little bit better positioning, nice. and you're the guy here. So, but in any event, let's, let's go, you know, you've been doing all this help, making all these other people really uh, accelerate their success like crazy. Give me a little bit of backstory. How did you get into what you're doing? Yeah. Well, do you want the glossy version or do you want the real <laughs> ugly, ugly truth? Well, a few, <laughs> nobody gets through life unscarred. So a couple of the scars along the way, maybe. You know, um, I, I was in the, the real estate business. Really, I'm, I'm 51 years old now. I, I, I got my real estate license at 18. I worked my way through college selling real estate, did really, really well. So a lot of real estate history. And uh, in the early 2000s, I owned three companies um, in the real estate industry. I owned a mortgage company, a, a, a real estate company. I was a licensed title agent. And long story short, you know, those businesses were crushing it. Um, I was doing $100 million a year in closings, uh, millions of dollars a year in personal income. I owned millions of dollars uh, of real estate. And, uh, and, then, and then I didn't. <laughs> you know what? There, Rob, let me just stop you for a second. There are a lot of fellow entrepreneurs Little different story, different times, and so on. But uh, they probably went through it personally, and if they didn't, they had some friends that did. This is, you know, we call these life lessons, but they're they make grad school look really cheap. That's the truth, man. Uh, you know, I, uh, I mean, it was like shocking. Uh, now, in one sense, you know, I'd been in real estate a long time, so I was looking for an out, an exit. 
that was not the exit I had in mind. <laughs> but but I was looking for an exit, and um, you know I didn't want to stay in it any longer. I could have pivoted. I could have kept my companies. Uh, and, and change the type of real estate we're doing. We're doing luxury real estate in South Florida, and that market completely seized up. I mean, it went away as far as lending goes uh, for a period of years. And in fact, it really, is, even to this day, hasn't fully returned. Um, and so long story short, I was in a mastermind uh, with uh, um, Dan Kennedy uh, and, and a few others. You, you know these folks. And um, you know, I was kind of licking my wounds, wondering what I should do. This is uh, late 2007, early 2008. And um, I decided, you know, I got some advice that I should write a book to kind of position myself as an expert in a brand new industry. And, you know, I'd never written a book. I didn't know much about it at the time, but I decided to do it. I made a ton of mistakes. But the book really became successful. It became a bestseller. It got me on radio. In fact, I ended up doing, uh, I had my own radio show and I took this brand new business in a terrible economy in 2008 and 2009 from zero to over a million dollars a year in personal income in like 13 months. And all of that was like as a, you know, as a product of my book. And so it just, out of nowhere, it exploded. And I started having people come to me saying, how'd you do it? You know, how are you, like, we've never heard of you before, and, and now you kind of, I was all over the radio in South Florida. I kind of owned the, the radio airwaves in this particular niche. And um, it was all due to my books. So I sold my other company and just dove headfirst 2011 into bestseller publishing. Well, I am so glad that you did, Rob, because this is an area that is so important. I, I've, I've done 17 books, mostly in industry. And uh, two books, particularly the very first book, I sold 100,000 copies, personal finance one, and it changed wow. my life. And the second one was an industry book talking about creating value in your business. And uh, uh, one guy wrote it, uh, read it and uh, wrote me a check for $25 million, bought the business. So wow. I, I, I like books. I don't know what it is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I, something I had two partners too, so I had to share it a little, but you know, it's, it was, it, they, yeah. And just amazing things. And, you know, this is something I've talked with my wife about it because, you know, the difference in level of success before I did books and after I did books are quite honestly night and day. And, right. you know, and this authority, you and I've talked about this as authority comes from celebrity. I'm going to yeah. create a new word, celebrityism. And my wife gets really frustrated on this. And, you know, I always think of it's like waving your fist at the sun. You know, that's not going to make the sun be less hot. This is (laughs) this is the way it is. And as entrepreneurs, we got to recognize this. But, you know, how do you see this working? This, you know, because you were the one that told me this, this authority, you know, celebrity relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, whether it's the Kim Kardashians of the world uh, or even what you see going on with Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, it was once said to me, you know, if you can get half the people in America to hate you, you could probably become president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's nuts, but that kind of, of celebrity creates this power, this, there's this attraction. And whether we like it or not, you know, I, I um, I do do a lot of work with financial advisors. I've done tons of financial advisory books, and I'll always ask, like in a public space, so, you know, who's the first person that comes to your mind? I don't ask financial advisors this. I ask, like, general public this. And they either say one of two people, Susie Orman or Dave Ramsey. 
and and all the financial advisors and you you know this better than me because you're in the field they oh they just roll their eyes and they just are like oh it just like makes them sick because of the celebrity that those two have created and the, the reverse can be true you could be terrible in some ways and give the most simplistic advice but if you're well known baby you're the authority so well and I, I can tell you I, I was at uh, my mastermind group of financial advisors and we'll talk about all industries but financial advisors uh, last week in San Francisco, I had 230 of the top financial advisors from around the world. And I was talking about this, Rob, and in the very first picture I showed, because on the number one that comes up on search is Susie Orman. And, you know, whether you like her or not, she's one of the best sell selling authors yep. out there. Yep. But I can tell you when I asked, almost every financial advisor thought she's not giving good advice. So whether she is or isn't, that celebrity part creates the authority. And this is, this is important, not only in the financial services industry, but you know, you've, you know, you've been in over 300 niches. Uh, this works, you know, this is a universal truth. Yeah, yeah, you're 100% right. Um, now we've done almost 300 books. We haven't done 300 niches, okay. but <laughs> about, I got about, about 25 different niches. But, but you're right, it's the, 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 the same is true. I mean, we work with coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs of all kinds, doctors, dentists, chiropractors, attorneys, you name it. But also like, you know, my clients, I've done books for U.S. ambassadors and professional athletes that are no longer in the limelight because they want to get back in the limelight. And the book helps them to reinvigorate their their celebrity. And that's, you know, that gives them speaking opportunities, et cetera, which then puts them right back on the stage. Let me go over one of the things I hear over and over again from my entrepreneurial friends is, Rob, they, they go, you know, my life's been pretty boring and mundane. I, I don't know if I could really, you know, write a book. I, yeah, I'd love right. to have a book and, you know, I, I can I get this celebrity part and I want to be an authority, but, you know, I, I'm not sure I have a book and, you know, how, how do I get it out of me type thing? Yeah. Yeah, you know, that, that's a common problem. I mean, the first thing is everybody has a book. They really do. They have great stories. They have great examples. Uh, even if their own personal story isn't as exciting as failing terribly in business and then succeeding again, they still have client case studies and client examples of people that they helped in, in tremendous ways. And so we have a whole process. We actually call it hybrid ghostwriting. Because I went through the, the traditional ghostwriting path when I did my first book. Remember I mentioned I made all these mistakes. And I won't go into details. I know there's a lot to talk about. But I, I hear this. I talk to authors every week. I mean, we get, I don't know, a 1,000-plus applications a year for people to work with, with our company. And so I talk to authors all the time. And those that have written books with traditional ghostwriting have always talked about the same problem. And that is it doesn't capture their voice. And so it feels more like a generic thing than a real personalized and powerful uh, personal story. Anyway, there's a process that, that someone can go through to have a writer capture their voice, capture their stories, and actually create something that, you know, is really fulfilling to them, but more importantly, creates that, that powerful authority in their marketplace. So everybody's got it, John. Well, and, I, and you know, the it's so funny, the first book that I, I did in... You know, I, I stared at a blank computer for a while and nothing happened. And then uh, I hired the wrong people. And then finally I hired somebody that was right. 
And, you know, he taught me that, John, you're the author and I'm the writer. And it's don't get caught up. And a lot of us as entrepreneurs, you know, think it's unethical. Somebody's, you know, writing. Well, that's almost every nonfiction book out there. There's a writer, certainly an editor attached and a whole bunch even of other. Fiction yeah, I mean, even fiction now. Yeah, fiction too. Fiction they're doing. <laughs> Absolutely. Even like the big, like Patterson and others, they're doing the same thing. They're using writers and they're the authors. So you're, yeah. you're right on. Well, and this is such an important uh, separation and, and having somebody that's got the experience to do this, it makes a huge difference because it can even be, this is, I, I know for those of you who have been struggling to get that book out, this can be a fun process and the, the material that you create is great. But I want to go another step, Rob. What I, I've had uh, some friends who have uh, you know, got their book done and I, I have one in particular who went on Oprah Wow. And yeah, you know, I mean, that's a book in yeah. a day before, you know, she life changing. Uh, yeah, life changing, except he didn't have any process of lead capture or anything like this. And, you know, so, Ouch. yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, we went skiing together after and I was like, you know, there you missed a little bit of opportunity here and it, there's no kind of do overs. Uh, so yeah. h- how do you, you know, for, you know, the first time author or really for uh, somebody who's done it, uh, but hasn't done it correctly, how, you know, how do you use the book? Cause I mean, I, my guess is I know in any of the books I did, I really didn't make any money, but I made millions of dollars. You know, I talked about a sale, but I made millions and millions of dollars off what the books cost, the leads, the introductions, and so on. How, how do you see you know, these successful authors that you're working with really do this lead uh, generation? Yeah, wow, great question. So, and, you, and you hit on the truth. You know, we, we call it author 1.0 is where authors think that the royalties from the book sale is where they're gonna make big money. And certainly if you're a big name person like a Hillary Clinton, you can get a multi seven figure book deal. But the reality is for for us, we're never going to get that a and B, there's millions of dollars in opportunity on the back end for all of our books. And so one thing that we do with our authors as they're creating their book in this process, because it does take a number of months, it's not a year's long process, but it does take a number of months to do it right. We want them to be thinking about what their lead generation funnel looks like that is the back end. We, t- we talk consistently with all of our authors that your monetization strategy is going to come from three primary things. Speaking engagements, it's going to come from uh, PR and publicity ongoing, and it's also going to come from lead generation. And of course, all those things really funnel into each other anyway. So. If, if it's going to come from lead generation, we need to have funnels set up. And they can be very, very simple things. They don't have to be complicated. It could be as simple as, you know, a, a funnel that looks like, uh, you know, sending people from a radio show to a telephone number that they call in and get more information or get a copy of your free book. That was my, my first funnel online. I simply told people I'll give you a free copy, physical copy of my book if you called my office and requested it. And we would get hundreds of calls a week and we would convert one in 18 to a $5,000 program. And so, you know, how many how many could I give away? Was well, the whole- let me just stop for a second, Rob, because you know, 
I could see you know, my wife as my reality check, and she'd be going, John, you're giving away all these free books. But one out of 18, what did it cost for those 18 books to get you know, $5,000? And this is, this is even a few of our mutual friends who are you know, a big uh, you know, presence, uh, you know, writing books, nonfiction, you know, the motivational guys, the uh, uh, business development and so on, where yep. a couple of them are getting a million dollar advances. None of them pocket that money. They use it all for the marketing process to right. do really just accelerate what you're talking about. And, and, it, and it, it's really pretty amazing what it can generate if it's done well. Yeah, it's massive. I mean, even, you know, I mean, I, I have example after example after example. I mean, we have a client of ours actually in the financial uh, niche, but he's not an advisor. He actually owns a company that uh, does cybersecurity for midsize RIA firms. And, you know, the, I know, I know, Rich, I know Richard. And oh, do you? I met him and <laughs> I read his book and I didn't okay. I didn't know until I saw it on your website today that you did that. So That's so funny yeah. yeah so so rich um used his book to get a speaking engagement at a, a trade show that he was unable to get previously he then gave away his book he signed seven hundred thousand dollars worth of business from the book giveaway at that one trade show seven hundred thousand like wow just you know so uh, you know, we're like, I have to help authors to understand, give the book away. It's okay. It costs you three bucks to print. Yeah. You know, I mean, the lead is more valuable to you than, than the book is. Well, why don't we touch on, Rob, you know, you know, on print, the, are you, I don't know the answer of this one. We didn't talk about it too much uh, uh, when we were having, uh, you know, our mastermind uh, with uh, all the assorted things going on. But you know, publishing versus self-publishing just for a yeah. second. What, you know, how, how do you feel about that? And I don't know what Rich did or what you're recommending to yeah. authors. Yeah, I mean, we at Bestseller Publishing is a publisher, but self-publishing tools to do it. So, you know, we primarily focus on Amazon because Amazon is the 800-pound gorilla. And Amazon also, with CreateSpace, allows you to print on demand. So you don't have to have a thousand books sitting in your garage because the publisher demanded you to buy a thousand copies at you know eight bucks a copy uh... so you can print on demand and also you can get complete distribution into bookstores and everything else it, i mean it's it's not rocket science to do anymore so okay yeah no you and i are in agreement i've done seventeen books and first three were published uh by traditional publishers and I've stopped and I've had many conversations with publishers, but you know, they just uh, haven't, you know, gone ahead and, you know, been, uh, you know, worthwhile to go forward. You know, I, my business, when I first started doing books, I was a financial advisor. I had the good fortune to be in Silicon Valley, kind of right place, right time. And publishing a few of these books, um, I became an expert in, and very quickly, the size of the type of client, I went from the you know, really mass affluent, affluent, all the way up to the ultra affluent over time. Right. And had I known this, you know, the very first thing I would have done was create that authority. But you know, in the, the 25 or so uh, industries that you've worked in, you know, how is this at positioning you know, to kind of move up market? You know, everybody yeah. wants to do larger deals. So, 
so great question, John. Uh, you know, I, I could probably note many, many examples, but innately probably you know, just like those that are listening know, that those that are authors are credible experts. They're authorities. And so in any large transaction or in any big opportunity, you're going to have competition. Clearly, you're going to have competition. So imagine that you're competing against someone that's a best-selling author, has been featured on ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox, has large speaking engagements, and you don't have any of that credibility. Even if you're really more of an expert than them, you're, you're just not appearing as you are. So you have to have those boxes checked if you want really big opportunities. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny, Rob. I, uh, I mentioned I sold the company. It was to a young fellow in Winnipeg, Canada, and he, one of the best deal guys I ever met, Marty Weinberg. And Marty ended up you know, really leading the charge and building a billion-dollar business. And wow. I was the CEO on the U.S. financial side. We went out and bought a number of sports agencies and business management firms, CPA firms uh, that focus on the entertainment. We had 600 of the you know, uh, really the superstars, both in sports and in uh, entertainment. But as we were going doing the acquisition, Marty, uh, always super dressed, had his rolling bag he brought. Uh, it's like, Marty, why are you bringing you know, your luggage to the meeting? Well, he opened it up and he was taking my books out and giving it to our target wow. acquisitions because he recognized the value of you know, creating that celebrity. I would have never thought to use them. Uh, Marty used everybody that he worked with, their books, not his books. And uh, he walked away with many hundreds of millions of dollars after that. So I think it was a, it was a good tool. But let, smart guy. Yeah, very smart guy. Let's, let's go to something you and I are real big users of, and this is the... Uh, you know, the internet is such a great facilitator of technology and getting yeah. your message out. How can authors use this effectively? Yeah, you know, look, we're, we're in a time right now, especially like with Facebook, where you can target your ideal client down to their interest, not just their demographics, but their interest so specifically that you can get in front of your ideal client very inexpensively and very easily. And so if you're not, if you don't have the pieces in place to use Facebook as an example, or Instagram, even Snapchat is growing, and especially Google, pay-per-click, et cetera, then you're missing out on this massive segment of, of opportunity of the population for lead generation. So, Yeah, it's to me, it's just, you know, as an author, you can do some pretty amazing things. And what happens is, you know, there was a time, you know, you think at a bookstore, somebody bought your book, you know, that was a transaction. There wasn't much follow-up. Maybe you could have a call to action in the book and that's it. But today, you know, we can... Using so many, I mean, Facebook's a great example. The demographics and psychographics, you know, whatever niche you're in, you can target in, you can load up your client base and get liked mine and and just really do some amazing things. And the book kind of ties it all together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the book is, is the authority piece. And it can be the lead gen piece as well because people want that book. Even if they never open it, it's powerful. 
Yeah, that's a, one of the things I've seen, Rob, and you know, in uh, marketing so often you talk about what they call lead magnets, and yeah. a book is one of the most effective ones. And you know, in today's world, this is something. There's no privacy anymore. We can put little pixels or cookies uh, where you know we can track whether what you're doing with that. And I, I've had you know all kind thousands of books downloaded where people didn't open them or videos they didn't play. Right, right. But you know that started the conversation, and that's really all we're looking for in a marketing is starting yeah. a conversation. Look, 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 look behind you. I mean, you can't throw a book away. I mean, I, I was, I was sent this book. I already have Jay Abraham's, you know, getting everything. I was sent this by a friend. I can't throw this away. You know, I, I already own it. So, so it sits here on my desk. You know, you got hundreds behind you. It's, it's, yeah. you know, imagine that reminder of you being the expert you know, to your ideal clients. Awesome. No, it's phenomenal. Well, let, let's go to the next segment, which is really about resources. I'm going to pull up your website uh, and help me, uh, you know, Rob, uh, you know, matter of fact, Rich's picture came up on the website just as I pulled it up. But, you know, what's on the website and the resources that are available as, you know, the our fellow entrepreneurs are kind of considering this and thinking about it. Yeah, you know, probably a great place to start is we have a number of case studies um, right on the home page. There's a button that'll say, you know, something to the effect of, "Would you like our our case study, author case study?" And if they click that, uh, they can watch a, a short video presentation that uh, talks about the three keys to getting your book done, making it a bestseller, and then using it uh, to profit from it. And uh, that's completely free. They can they can watch that and and learn about the process themselves. Plus, we have, you know, we get our clients on TV, radio, et cetera. I have two full time publicists that do that, so they can see tons of examples of clients on TV. And and uh, you know, I have some video blog stuff there that'll be helpful too. Well, and I recognize an awful lot of people that you've sent through, uh, and. One of the reasons some I knew beforehand, but probably many of them I know because they went through the process with you. And this is one of the real key things. So let me kind of summarize all this in the uh, key takeaways, because this is something to me that I think is so important uh, for all of us. Uh, you know, if you're going to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, you want to differentiate yourself and Ideally, you want to be distinctive, you know, so everybody wants to differentiate yourself, but whatever industry you're in, whatever niche, you know, you, you want to move from differentiation to being distinct. And the only thing that is distinct among all of us is our own personal story, our experiences, our perspective on what it is that we're doing in our industry. And people love those stories. And, you know, you know taking from Rob what he shared with us, you know, number one, if you want to be an authority in your industry, remember how celebrities do it. I mean, this is you know coming out, making very public in a book. It's just one of the most powerful ways to do it. Second, I got to tell you, everybody has a book. If you're successful in your business, 
you have a book. You probably have a whole series. I mean, behind me, I think, yeah, I've got 17 of them are mine. And then one of my partners has written 50. So, I mean, you know, it is, you can go ahead and you can really, you don't have to do that kind of quantity, but, you know, you have that first one and, and working with the right people just makes it so much easier. Remember, you're the author, writer, work with a team that's going to help you pull it together. Okay, third is, you know, really the success that comes out of lead generation. You know, it's, it's kind of before you release the book, you should have that whole launch sequence and what you're going to do. And this is, this is why you don't want to work just with a writer. You want to work with a team that is going to build that out ahead of time so that you can achieve. I mean, on the case studies and Rob, your reports on the website, there's so many, you know, how kind of, the, you know, the, their, their internet kind of blew up a bit with all the lead generations and we want everyone to have that. And I've done that and, and it's amazing how big that can be. And then from there, I want you to think when, when we study uh, in the financial market, we study uh, the relationship of the affluent. So these are successful families with at least a million dollars or more of financial assets. What we find is 91% want to work with an expert. And one of the best ways of demonstrating expertise is publishing. And so in the financial markets, it's, it's really one of the big separations. But I got to say, it's the big separation in every industry. Yeah. And, and then lastly... Boy, you know, this this podcast is all about accelerating entrepreneurial success. You know, the the name of I'm pointing to the logo here, AESNation.com, accelerating entrepreneurial success. There is nothing more, you know, with using the internet, today's tools, with a book, you can really accelerate it. Rob, I, I wanna thank you. I mean, this is so invaluable and I wanna encourage everyone to you know, go to your website, look at the case studies, really consider if it fits into their business. And if so, have that conversation because you know what? Your future clients, the people that you don't know now who are gonna read your book, they're counting on you to make a huge difference. Wish you the best of success. Exceptional, remarkable breakthrough. AESNation.com.